This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yo. What up, though? Can you hear me? Yeah, man. I'm just over here jamming to some uh, J Electronic and shit. Okay. Uh, I was actually over here jamming to some Jay-Z, and I was like, let me listen to this Jay-Z verse on uh, We Made It. And then I fell into a a, a J Electronica bag. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I kind of like um like Jay Z is really good at rapping. Dog. <laughs> I know that shit sound like a uh, <laughs> like a. He's a living goat. He is the living goat. I mean, like he is really good at rapping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like after the black album, like I thought he started rapping like really, really good, dog. Not saying like it wasn't good before it. Like I don't know, dog. The nigga could just rap. Is he getting better with age? Is Jay Z getting better as he gets older? He's one hundred percent getting better with rap as he gets older. Like he's fifty, and we want to hear what he got to say next. Like the whole myth about. Uh, rap being a young man, old ass rappers can't can't make yeah. money and can't tour. Like that's not true. I mean, how many old school legends concerts and it's a ton of concerts. Niggas tour all the time. Like we we support the people we like. I go see the old like if I want to see Scarface and fucking DJ Quick, that's what I'm gonna go see and I'm gonna have a good ass time. You feel me? So yeah, man, uh, I'm just over here jamming to this shit. But uh, man, let's go ahead and start this episode, man. All right, can you hear me good though? Yeah, you good. All right. All right. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on that Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan, aka the conspiracy realist. AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. AKA, I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, cause all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, cause you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark cause they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man, Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the, cor- the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite day. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. I fucked up. Hey, man, it's all good, man. Uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 207, the seventh edition of the Corona Chronicles. Um, but we Man, up in here. Don't never feel like it's on end. I'm ready for it to end right now, to be perfectly honest. But we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> uh, Big Gretch ain't playing. Big Gretch ain't playing. Yeah. Um. So, um, uh, how how was how was your week, my brother? Uh, man, another week in the house. Dog, I can't. 
I feel like I'm going a little stir crazy now. Like I need, not to say I like need to go somewhere, but like nigga, I just want to like get out the house. I want to go. I want to walk to the liquor store. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to do something regular. I don't need to be out. (laughs) Go to the liquor store. What do you mean? It just don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? I just I just want to do something, man. I'm tired of being stuck in the house. Put your mask on. I want to go to where? I want to go to the bar. I want to go to the bar and get my Mac on. Nah, nah, that's a little too much. I ain't going to be doing that for a while. But, you know, go to the store, man. Go to the liquor store. Go to the corner. Put your mask on. Go to the corner. Um, I think you'll be okay, dog. I want to go to they say and flirt with women. (laughs) I want to get out the house, man. Um, Oh, it's starting to get to a dick. Man, this shit real out here, though, dog. Despite what they say. Yeah, but I don't want to catch that Rona. I can't catch that Rona. Yeah. Shit, man, I actually, uh, I just actually came back from a viewing, you know what I'm saying, from my unk that passed, and, uh, it's a sad case, man. It's sorry a, to hear that, man. It's sad how, how services have to go now, you know what I'm saying? It was a viewing yeah. today, it's a small service tomorrow, but the, the main service is gonna be on Zoom. Ain't that wild? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. Everybody out of town. I went to a few... But I went to a funeral and they put it on Facebook Live. Yeah. So uh I mean that's that's unfortunately what we what you kinda gotta do now. I know, man. It just seem it just seems so messed up, man, because I know uh when you deal with death, you have to deal with your own mortality, right? And I know yeah. I've I've envisioned my funeral before and like I wonder how many people are gonna be there. I wonder how this how my like to have it this circumstance is just so messed up, man. Um, it's an uneasy feeling because you don't never get a sense of cl- a sense of closure because of how everything is, and it's just unfortunate, man. You don't get a sense of closure with like with really anything final right now because you know the world is just so ups it's upside down. Dog. Yeah, it's just up- Ain't no sports on. You know, it's only May. It's only May. I mean, kids out of school, ain't no sports on. You can't go to the mall. You like, you just can't live normal no more. I mean, I care about. I mean, I watch basketball, but like, I don't even give a fuck about the sports shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I care, but like, I don't care. Uh, but not being able to like interact with people and like give somebody yeah. a hug, <laughs> a dap, or you know, just be able to interact. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of whack. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's kind of, it's just weak. I'm 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 over it. Like we can't be over it, but I'm over it. Yeah. I'm really ready to and get this, back to I work. Mean, like I'm ready to open the studio. I'm ready to like May, it's about to be two and a half months, dog. Like yeah. that's a long time. Two and a half months. You know, dog. I always I always say, you know, how thankful I am to have like income, but I couldn't imagine, you know going this long without, you know, knowing how I'm going to pay rent. You know what I'm saying? Know how I'm going to pay, pay all my bills or buy groceries. Like this, this, this is a crazy time for people. Like two and, and a half I, months I'm, to, I'm, to, to, and what have you not working? That's $1,200 don't work, fam. That's it's we, we in the third month. Yeah. You and, know? That, and it was a one-time payment. Yeah. So like, what do you do when like um, you got to feed your children? 
Yeah. I mean, I've seen people make dollars stretch, but, you know, trying to make 1200 stretch and you got a, it's a family of four, y'all, that's, you know, it's, it's, that's a hell of a task. That kind of leads us into this. So, like, there's been more demonstrations and more protests. Um, we're going to talk about that from two different sides. From right, from one side is I can understand why people are angry at the governor, depending on where you live at, because they want things to open up so they can work, right? Now, right. we live in a city and it's densely populated. Like, it's a lot of people here. The further right. north, the further north you go, it's it's a it's spread out. Like you're not on top of people. You know what I'm saying? And they they don't have as many cases as we have here in the city. And they like, hey man, this shit ain't even that bad. Like, can we get back to work? You won't let us do this. You won't let us do that. Like we gotta work, and we've been out of work for almost three months. So I can understand. Not that I agree. But like I can understand the the mind frame of somebody like, look, this shit not really impacting us. Fuck it, close. Keep Detroit closed if that's the case. But us up here in Brighton or wherever the hell you at, like they probably thinking like, no, man, we got to get to work because we're struggling. So like I can understand. Yeah, I can understand it. I I can't. You know, I I don't want to be dense in my thinking. Like I can definitely understand that type of logic. Like. If if I ain't got to deal with it, you know, let's at least open this sector back up. But, I mean, I feel Gretchen. I mean, it's got to be for the greater good. And, you know, unfortunately, we all got to we all got to make the sacrifice right now. She's not going, you know, she's doing what she got to do. I see people giving her a lot of slack this week. But, I mean, I think she's doing an amazing job. I listen to a Personally. podcast. I listen to a podcast, The Daily. I think they from like from the New York Times or whatever. They had her on there and a, and a guy who was opposing her. Um, and she was like, the reason that she closed off up north and like boatings and shit like that was because as the warmer months come around, if if y'all don't know, in Michigan, as it gets warmer, people go up north from all over the state. So she like if. It's densely populated and all this spreading is over here. We don't want you to go up north and then you take that because everybody's together on the lake and then all y'all take that back into the whole state. You know what I'm saying? So the thinking was we got to keep y'all separated. Um, the reason she tried to, to stay at home, like from not house to house, she's like as, as less cars on the road as possible means you're not going to the gas station. Because when you go to the gas station, everybody is forced. The nurses, the doctors, they forced to go to the gas station and touch that handle. And if you didn't touch that handle, so that was the whole thinking behind it. Um, but it is a balancing act. You know what I mean? Because uh, people are hurting and people are struggling. And one of the biggest things was why we were quarantining in the first place. Because um, a lot of people had the understanding that we weren't quarantining because this is how you beat it. We were quarantining to allow the hospitals to staff up, get whatever they need to do, get beds a whole nine so they wouldn't become overwhelmed. So a lot of people are like, okay, then it's stocked up outside of the small pockets in the city. They not overwhelmed trial over like let us go back out. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's twofold. Uh, Cause like 
right now is what it's it's may 1st um the initial order or the current order right now is through the 15th but she kind of extended it some shit to may 28th I, I don't know what the difference between may 15th and may 28th uh is gonna be I don't know the difference. Cause now, I thought I thought through the 28th was just for the state of emergency, not her extending the, the whole stay at home. Well, she she is she continued to lock down for like bars, restaurants, uh, gyms um, and stuff like that through the 28th. The rest of this for us regular folks, as of right now, we still through the 15th. But like I can see everything being through the 28th. But. Like, I don't yeah. know what those extra two weeks are going to do. Because guess what? It's going to happen on the 28th. Niggas is going to go outside. Niggas going to be everywhere. I don't know if they're going to be ev- everywhere. I don't know they're going to be everywhere because people in in general are, like, afraid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, To go places. Yeah. But it's going to be a spike. Whether it's right now or two weeks from now. Like, it's going to be a spike. So, I don't. How do you? I don't know how to handle that situation. If, if if you let people go two weeks from now, you can just feasibly say it's gonna be more people in the streets. Just plain and simple. That's just what's that's just what the fuck's gonna happen. There's gonna be more people out in the streets, and the virus is gonna spread a little bit more. Like that's that's just the plain and simple of it. If you wait till September and let niggas out, that's exactly the same thing that's gonna happen, though. Yeah. So it's like. So I mean, like I don't. Let, I'm, I'm do not. Let people out and, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not ready for everything to open up and everything go back to normal. Like, run to the casino or run to a, a sporting event or whatever. But, like, what's the alternative? Like, once you let people out, this is going to happen regardless. Some things are going to happen. But, like you said, like sporting events, casinos, shit like that, I don't see that going back immediately anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's – I know the plan is always has, like, a few different layers to it. Uh, the plan for us to be able to, you know, go back out into some sense of normalcy has a few layers to it. So I feel like we're going to have to go through them layers, you know, first, what is it, like phase one, phase two? Like, you know, some shit just don't need to be open just because it's, you know, May 30th. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. So, you know, she let, like, landscapers and... uh stuff like that is out because it's kind of low impact as far as you're already outside um and it does not really hand in hand i think her next phase she said she's gonna let like construction workers and stuff things that that you can do that aren't like forcing people to be on top of each other um i don't know when barbershops and salons are gonna open because it's never gonna be a safe time to open a barbershop like when is it gonna be okay for everybody to go into the barbershop you know, I was shout out to the homie Tommy the barber. You know, I had set an appointment with him before. Uh, you know, when I thought we was gonna be able to go out like middle of April, and he he was telling me he was like, you know, you are gonna have to wait wait in the car to your to your turn. Yeah. Like, if your appointment is at three thirty, somebody in the chair, you are gonna have to wait till they come out, and then you can come in, like taking them one at a time. So I mean. If you're not a barber with you a new barber, you ain't got that steady clientele, like what's walk ins gonna look like from now on? Cause I, like we ain't gonna have more than ten niggas in the shop. I don't even I don't know who do walk ins still. Uh well I guess technically everybody would probably do walk ins, but like 
I don't know. That shit not like a thing no more. Don't don't just go to the. No, nah, you make an appointment. Yeah, you make an appointment. But then I mean, what about people traveling by public transportation? You know what I'm saying? They still traveling you now. I I don't I don't have a I don't have a car to sit outside and wait for my turn. Oh, you talking about at the so shop? I gotta, got you. I got you. Yeah. So now I just got to brave the element. You got to. It's cool in the summertime. Well, like it might be cool in the summertime, but I mean, that's it's just a whole nother way of doing business. I, did I send you that picture of the, of the ladies in the nail salon in Georgia? Yeah, they were sitting in front of shower curtains. I'm cool with their that. Nails done, and they they was mad at that, right? Like, oh my god, look at that! Like, nigga, whenever this shit open up, that's exactly how it's gonna look. Like, like I get it because Atlanta opened up or Georgia opened up last last week, and like that picture went around. Like, oh my god, look at this, fam. That's that's what it's gonna look like. Cause that's you, the new normal now. Cause you gonna patronize a business that you feel safe in, right? That's yeah. That's it. And I was reading something about restaurants putting up that uh, sort of plastic panel in their restaurants now. I'm not interested in sitting down at a restaurant. I might go in that motherfucker and pick the food up. I'm not interested in sitting the fuck down at at restaurants like that. Not yet. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, you better. I, yeah, man, I want the wings that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that air circulates, and like, no, nah, I'm straight. Um, I go pick up an order, cause I, I mean, I, how am I eat with a mask on? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, uh, uh-uh. right. I'm good. Even when it opened but up, I just would imagine the fear if I'm sitting at the bar and somebody start coughing. No, nah, it's just too soon. It's just too soon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. But uh, this protest, no, so now, so that was one, that was one view of the protest. The other is like, come on, fam, like y'all down there with y'all rifles and shit. Now, nah, you know, I'm I'm Second Amendment all day. I'm fine. Right. Open carry the whole nine yards. I unfortunately, or I don't know, fortunately or unfortunately, I didn't realize you can take a a firearm inside of a government building because I thought that was a no no. Like I can't take my gun in the really? court. But they was in there on the steps and the lawn. Like, I didn't think, I thought that was a thing where you couldn't. Were, were they outside or were they on the steps? Like, they went inside. The they was inside. Okay. They went, they tried to get on the floor of the, um, uh, I can't think of the, 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 one of the little meetings or whatever. Like, so they went, they was outside. Well, I mean, they was on the steps. Well, I mean, Michigan is technically an open carry state though. Yeah. Outside. Like there's areas that you can't you can, carry in. You can take it in some. You can take it in some buildings. You cannot take a gun in the federal building. You can't take a gun in 36 District Court. The Supreme Court is where they was at. Like that's a court place too. Like I don't, I don't get how that was okay. But like, Colin Kaepernick can't take a knee, but y'all can take the y'all can take the guns out. Like I mean, you make a point. You make a solid point. I mean, you posted something. You had reposted something on Instagram uh, earlier today. Uh, somebody was like, I'm confused. You say it's your right to protest, but get angry when Kaepernick takes a knee. You say your body is your own, but get angry at a woman who demands the same. 
you are against abortion saying every life is precious yet you're willing to sacrifice your parents or your grandparents for the economy you claim coronavirus is fake but yet you wear a mask gown and gloves you say healthcare is a privilege but you want your covid19 hospitalizations covered you say socialism is bad but yet you got your handout for a stimulus check unemployment benefits and you waiting in the line at a food bank like you say you saying one thing but you doing another it's bad when it doesn't apply to me Fact. that's all that's that's all that is it's bad as long as it don't apply to me now what gretchen said earlier today um she said y'all niggas need she did this is, this is my quote not her my <laughs> words not her <laughs> y'all niggas no, I'm about to... <laughs> she like look Y'all niggas better chill the fuck out and y'all lucky I haven't released the order because once I release the order and the people don't want to come outside, your business no longer um, qualifies for grants and for money and for state aid and things of that nature. Like some of the other. So you're going to be you keep fucking with me. Y'all going to be broke for real because that's what they said in Georgia. Like, yo, they open that shit up, not because they think it's okay, but like they got tired of paying people money. So if your business is technically allowed to open, then you can't go for the the, the SBA loans and shit like that. You got to pay your, your out of unemployment and all this, all this shit. You're not using the state funds no more and the disaster funds no more because technically the disaster is over. So she like, look, yeah. y'all mad talking about I'm hurting small businesses. I can really hurt small business if I say this shit is open and clearly everybody's scared to go places. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Which one you want? You want to continue to get your unemployment? You trying to continue all this shit? Or would you like me to say, fine, fuck it, everything open, is everything back? Is she really flexing on niggas like that? She said it nicely, but she's she was basically was like, no, what I'm doing is actually still helping. Because one of the guys was like, you hurting small businesses. And she like, no, I'm helping. Now, granted, I didn't apply for all that small business shit, nigga. They ain't gave me nothing. Okay, <laughs> they have <laughs> the government doesn't yeah, care about so yeah. <laughs> so I I get that one thing where you say all this shit is available, but I didn't apply for everything and they ain't gave me a goddamn thing. So and I check my account every morning. Like, all right, did did, did they <laughs> did they put it? <laughs> did they approve it? Oh no, oh no, <laughs> no, not today. <laughs> we going on not ninety today. days. You don't know, feel me? So like, yeah. so there's that. I want to get back to work. You feel me? Because bills don't stop they just don't hold yeah you gonna have a 90 day bill <laughs> yeah for sure so some i don't some <laughs> some some businesses may not be able to climb out the hole so you got a clothing shop and you already got small margins and then you forced to not make profit for 90 days even when you come back you still owe rent you still owe utilities and everything like that so the shit that you can start selling Fam, you in a hole. You three months in a hole. Your first quarter is shit. You know, you know unfortunately, I I know somebody that that happened to. They got a uh, small business grant from the city of Detroit. Uh, they opened up a clothing store on Livernois. I mean, the clothing store literally has not even been open 90 days. And then this shit happened. And if you're familiar with Detroit, all the construction that they've done on Livernois already hurt small businesses. Yeah, that was because there was no place to park. Yeah, no place to park while they did that construction, and then now, after about six months of construction, everything is closed down. 
And I mean, this this a young dude. This somebody I know personally, you know, under forty, brand new entrepreneur, and now you know the state of his store is in just disarray. He don't know if he's going to be able to open it back up now. Yeah. And I mean, when you, I, when you, I know people that have started business ventures, you know, exhausting their four hundred one k, you know, exhausting their savings all to try and achieve their dreams. And now you've exhausted things and have absolutely nothing. I mean, it's, it's I, I can see both both ends of it. I mean, we're small business on me and you are small business owners. We're not, you know, making a killing off the shop talk. We we paying bills. We're keeping the lights open. We're keeping the lights on. We're trying to provide, you know, a, a business service. But I mean, we're not rich off of it by no means. Like we need we need people to come in and record. Yeah, man. So um, it's so, a trying time for it's the hurting us all. It's a trying time for the state. People are divided. Um, these protests is wild. I seen a video of a young, two young girls, one with an Obama mask, one with a um, a Trump mask. They was dancing. And oh, doing a little, doing a little dance. They had sound. They had like it was a whole production on the steps of the Capitol. Like, what is going on? It looked like some um a scene out of Batman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. These, it's wild. They out here with the guns. They out there with the uh, signs and Nazi paraphernalia, and it's a little, it's a, it's a bit much, man. It is yeah. a bit much. Uh, Crazy times we're living in, man. Crazy times. Definitely. Uh, but but off of that shit, man. Um. Uh, yesterday was uh, Isaiah Thomas' birthday. Shout out to the greatest small guard ever. Uh, one of the greatest ever. point guards of all time. Uh, and and uh, my man Isaiah was in the uh, in the news media heavy this week because of uh, episodes three and four of The Last Dance. The ESPN Netflix documentary about uh the Chicago Bulls nineteen ninety eight uh season. Uh of right. course you got a chance to 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 listen and watch. Uh m- yourself myself and yourself, we were guests on um Span's uh podcast, the Beer and Chicken Podcast. Chicken and beer. Um, yeah, beer and chicken, my bad. Uh talk some sports because he's a he's a sports fan, born in Chicago. Lives in Detroit, but born in Chicago, so he's a Chicago fan. He wanted to get the the the, the views and opinion of some De- some diehard Detroit Piston fans. Goddamn right, goddamn right. Um, Lifelong Pistons fan. So after that, uh, I got kind of irritated at all the hate that Isaiah Thomas got this week. All the comments and different shows, people saying that he's salty and and this and that. I, I I just can't go for no Isaiah Thomas slander. I don't think y'all understand how great Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons were. Absolutely, absolutely. Didn't Zeke play that one game on a broken fucking ankle? Yeah, Torres Achilles you know, and ba- shit. And... His battles against the Lakers, the Celtics. I mean, back when the NBA, back when you know uh, a foul was blood being drawn and somebody hitting the floor, right. you know what I'm saying? He played a different game. 
And he wasn't afraid of the Giants to the NBA and the tough guys that we had back then. Detroit was a tough-ass team, plain and simple. They played hard-nosed basketball, back-to-back champs. Uh, so the only thing I can say Isaiah should deservingly be salty about is being left off the fucking dream team. He should be salty about that shit. Yeah. Um. And this shit kind of it, it, it's kind of whack. So, uh, some people saying he didn't. Some people saying it is Michael Jordan didn't didn't. But long story short, um, Scottie Pippen said he didn't want him on there, and you can tell how Scottie said he was like, well, I I don't think Michael wanted him either. Michael Jordan in nineteen ninety one is the most popular person, damn near on the planet, and allegedly he was like, yo, uh, I ain't playing on any team that got Isaiah Thomas on it. So Isaiah Thomas didn't make the team. Uh, and I think that shit is pretty soft. Mad because the nigga ain't shake your hand. Um, is that when the softness in the NBA started? When they started babying Michael Jordan? Because clearly the 80s was hard-nosed basketball. But in the 90s, yeah. it started softening up because they had to appease Michael Jordan. Which is the greatest bass player, basketball player of all time? I can't do you, take that. Do you away. think that's do you do you think that's the reason why the NBA got soft because they had to appease MJ? I'm saying, why not? And then once he once they establish how you treat the quote unquote superstar, as he moves up, people start accommodating other things. I think so. I thought that shit was soft. Uh, they still salty about the shit thirty years later. Uh, that shit whack to me, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't like that theory, but you might be right, bro. They were so mad that we ain't shake their hands. I don't, I don't too much like that theory, but it's got some validity to it. That the NBA is soft now because of Michael Jordan. Well, but it's a lot of root. It's still a lot of soft ass NBA. Well, well they changed man. Like so, I, I wasn't ready for that statement. So the NBA changes basketball, and not players don't change basketball. NBA changes basketball. They change rules. They change different things to make it a fast pace, slow pace, whatever. Um, that's what they do. Um, but make it more marketable. Yeah, yeah. Because the NBA used to be a slow kind of grind-out game. It was a big man's game. Now it's all about guards, ball movement, and putting up a, putting up a lot of points. Fuck, you're right, dog. But one thing that was not in context with the Pistons not shaking, them, shaking their hands is prior to game four, after game three, Michael Jordan got in the paper and said that the Pistons um, were bad for basketball. Um, they weren't real champs, and they was undeserving um, of being champions. Uh, and he kind of referenced some shit about the city, too. And, like, the city was upset. Writers was upset. The pitchers were upset. So, like, no, we ain't shake your hand talking all that shit, nigga. <laughs> like, we the bad boys. What you want me to do? Fuck out of here, nigga. Toughen up. Mike was out here hating. Like, Mike was out here hating. Like this, just toughen up. And nigga. if you, and the thing is, you're allowed to say whatever it is that you want to say, but people are also allowed to react however they want to react to it. 
Yeah. And uh, people reacted to it because they didn't like that shit. That was their reaction. But Isaiah getting left off of the dream team because you was in your feelings about a hint about a handshake that you felt you deserved. Like dog, that's just a piece of history I ain't comfortable with living with. Yeah. If you tell me if you know anything about basketball in nineteen ninety two when the dream team played, you can't tell me John Stockton was better than Isaiah Thomas. But somehow, some way, Max Kellerman says he gives it to Isaiah by a hair. Like, nigga, what? I hate, and Shannon Sharp, great, great guy. Stick to football. This basketball shit is not your forte because you sucking LeBron way too much. Max Kellerman, stick to boxing. That's your forte because y'all be in the arenas talking about shit as if, as if y'all experts or this y'all shit. Nigga, in 1990, Shannon Sharp was playing football. You wasn't thinking about NBA like that. You was focused on football. You don't know what the fuck is going on. He still think LeBron better. I don't know why. What's wrong with these niggas? Um, but not I, everybody's gonna be an expert in everything. You know what I'm saying? Shannon is he good at what he good at, but that's not it. Yeah, it's, it's and Max wild. is good at what he's good at, but that's not it either. That's not it at all. Uh, all right, man. So listen. Uh, earlier today, uh, the light skinned nigga made he dropped another project. You was like you was unaware that that Drake had released some un some overrated raps. Is that was that was your quote? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was completely unaware that Drake had released a, a album of underrated rap of overrated rap music. I had absolutely no clue that he dropped the project. I just happened to see somebody uh, t- retweet because I can still see Twitter. Twitter. I mean, uh, one of the songs. I was like, oh, Drake dropped a new song. So I went straight to iTunes, and lo and behold, it's a whole new project. I saw somebody said that this was somebody that I know and respect their opinion in music said that this was his best project since what? Uh, so far gone. What? That's somebody I know said well, that this is his best project. How so old is she? Far gone. <laughs> <laughs> CRA. Oh, I, like, I, this is somebody I kind of respect their music opinion. I knew it was a she. Like I had, I'm like I knew yeah. it was a she. Like there's no other, there's no other way. Uh, so I mean, there's about four songs on there I fuck with. That shit sounds it's too slow and draggy and gloomy. Uh, it should sound like all Drake music the last three to four years. Um, I like the Chicago freestyle. You can keep that tussy tussy slide shit. Like I'm not, I'm not interested in it. Um. Deep Pockets is cool. Um, the Joint with Future is cool. Like it's a, it's like three or four. I mean, it's about four, four to five songs out of fourteen. Um, that I, I mean, that was decent. And I'm gonna delete everything else off my phone. Um, uh, but that got us to thinking. Like, I think Barry the other day had mentioned like, what's Drake's best verse? And couldn't nobody say somebody would say a song, but like, no, what's the Drake verse? Because do you know something that Drake said was that was so fucking dope? I really like the sketch, the stay scheming verse because I I liked how you know, you know I you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like it had it had some catchy parts to it, but do I think like that's the quintessential Drake verse? I don't think he has a verse right now that's just 
head and shoulders above his other shit to make me think like he's an incredible lyricist. Cause like I always enjoy the I enjoy the songs and the melodies and like he yeah, don't be saying I, no whack like, shit. But like and I'm not knocking him as a rapper. Like I like I like some of his shit, but I just don't think he has like that quintessential classic body of work or classic verse shit. So the I I thought of, that was in the back of my mind already, right? And then you jumped in the group chat earlier today and you was like, yo, I want to battle. I'm taking anybody, Jay-Z versus Drake. And I was like, yep. I was like, that shit not even close. Like, I think Jay-Z will win that shit you, hands down. You immediately jumped out the window. You didn't even think about it. It's nothing to think about. Like, it's, it, it, it's nothing to think about. Like, I think Jay-Z will win that shit hands down. So then I was like, uh, well, what's because Jay-Z versus is cold. He got hit songs, but his music is more. It got more meaning to it. Like Drake rap about bitches that he met one time. He say their name and he bought them something. And now they not together no more. Like it's the same. It's the same shit back and forth. Like it, it's not really content heavy. You know what I'm saying? But Jay always has some. Should we call, should, do we dare call it simp rap? I'm not gonna label it as nothing. It's just not really content heavy, right? So uh, because okay. it's not content heavy, it don't mean they're not good songs. But like when you can make a, a hit song and it be content heavy, I think Jay win every time in a battle. You know what I'm saying? Like I just think so. And he got like all these years to do it. So I got me to thinking like, well, what's Jay Z's best verse? And it was hard for me to to for me to definitively pick a verse because like everyone I, the verse I thought like oh this is my this is my favorite Jay Z verse and then I listened to it and I'm like I'm not comfortable with this being like the whole representation because there's so many fucking verses right um what was your what was your pick because you did you did make a pick I'll be honest that second verse on Renegade uh. I think that's an incredible verse. The first verse on Can I Live, but like Jay was still such a, a new and young artist. Uh, shit, Marcy Me. Like a lot of a lot of verses just stood out to me. I don't know which is his best because you get so many different versions of Jay. You know, you might get some, you know, it's to say some of his lighter shit that's like, you know, more pop music. Are those weak verses? No. So I mean, it's 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 really hard for me to make a determination of his best verse. In all honesty, so but for me, I love that second verse on Renegade. So what I started—that's like that's, that's a that's a Daisy verse to me. That's a cold verse. That I mean, that's a cold verse. So I started thinking like, well, shit. Let me let me listen and see if I can find my my my, my Jay Z verse because I started on a black album, right? And like. All them, all them verses was fire and shit. Like, and I got to thinking, like, damn, like Jay a really good rapper. So I posted this shit on Twitter, and I posted that shit on IG, and I want to go through um a couple of these responses. All right, let's do it. All right, so I got Blueprint Two, Verse Two. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's the one, I think this is his best Nas disc that he had. If that ain't this that song. Is it a uh, is it black girl lost to shorty owe you for ice? I believe so. Like this was his best Jay. I mean, this was his best Nas. This, uh, 
uh, AJ uh, from the Connected Experience said Renegade verse two, so he agreed with you. Um, All right, because AJ's a smart guy, just cut them braids, homie. Oh shit! Uh, a curve said never let you down is up there. That's a cold verse on 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 um on Kanye shit. On Kanye shit. Whoo! But verse one on Marcy Me. That's a okay. I said Marcy Me. Um. Uh, B Hunt, Brandon Hunter. Uh, he said the prelude. Also, uh, uh, June said the prelude as well. Uh, ignorant shit, verse one. Mmm, mm, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. It is. Somebody got uh his intro to "Come and Get Me" from Volume Three. Um, remove your roof, nigga. Let the sun shine in. Or the entirety of you don't know from the blueprint. He <laughs> said the all three verses and shit. Um, regrets verse two. Uh, we got pray verse three, and then we got you, me, him, and her. You don't know versus verse three, which was the trip, the uh, the nip tribute, which was fire. So I started thinking like, what was mine, right? Uh, I listened to J Electronica, we made it because I think that is a fire fucking verse. But you know what? I think my, I think it could be is on Lupe Fiasco's first album, Food and Liver, Food and Liquor. Pressure. 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 I mean, first of all, Food and Liquor was such a good album. I mean, Food and Liquor was just an incredible album. Food and Liquor is a legitimate classic album. This was Jay Z's first verse from retirement, by the way. And so he came out there swinging, and 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 Lupe kind of announced it like, "Yo, and Big Homie's out of retirement." And then he came on that next verse. So the pen is mighty than the sword, my lord. First contract was on some some now i'm on the forbes hey he murdered this shit dog like he he lived from beginning to end he murdered that fucking verse and can we say something honest sometimes jay-z be mailing in features give me one he sometimes niggas be getting sometimes niggas get terrible jay-z features uh give me one he he mailed in or was a terrible feature uh, juvenile high. That's the worst Jay Z verse of all time. That's the worst Jay Z verse. That's the that's tied for the worst. <laughs> that's the worst Jay Jay Z verse of all time. I got big he guns to go brat brat brat. He disrespect he disrespected juvenile, and he owed he owed Juvie a verse. But that was nineteen ninety eight, fam. That was a long time ago. That don't, I mean that was long 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 time ago. Jay Z uh, on I do. On I do. I don't know that was a terrible feature though. Dog. That was a great song, man. That's a great, was a great song because of Andre 3000's verse. Andre killed that shit. Nothing more impra- more attractive than a heavy praying woman. Yeah, that's the shit. Dre verse made that song. It could have been one verse and I'd have been happy. Uh, so that got me thinking. Um, I guess we gotta put it. We one all these songs that people have um have mentioned. I'm putting together on a playlist on Twitter and Instagram. 
I'm going to take all them all them suggestions and I'm going to put them shits on a playlist. Um, I kind of want, I want to put together a top 10 Jay-Z verses. Not the whole songs, but like, who do we get in the room to discuss top 10 Jay-Z verses? Uh, the homie DDT. Okay. I feel like he's gonna give an objective opinion. I feel like I, mean, D- all the I feel like DDT would be like Jay Wack, <laughs> not Wack or no shit like that. He'll give you somebody from Detroit that's better, and I will respect that too. By yeah. the way, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can go. We go DDT. Um, June, all caps, all facts. I can see that. Um, I respect the homie Curve opinion, man, because Curve be knowing what he's talking about. Yeah, we've been actually we've been talking back and forth on this. He said this shit too difficult, so what, we got to bring him in. What, what, what I and what I can respect about Curve is that he don't make emotional he don't make emotional decisions. He don't pull it. He game. makes well thought out music decisions. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So we gonna we gonna put that together, right? So it got me also okay. thinking like. Jay-Z got a lot of shit. So we got to give like top 10, his top 10 verses, right? Our opinion on top 10. It's not going to be finite because it's all opinion based. But I do want to do the top five B.I.G. verses of all time. Okay. That could be, that should be a little easier, right? It's only two albums and and it's two two albums and a few features, whatever. Mixtapes, features. I mean, everything is up for grabs. Yeah, and I mean, it's not. It's still. It's still a lot easier to do Biggie than it is Jay Z. He got Jay got way more verses than. Um, I mean, yeah, the 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 pool the pool to sample from is just smaller. That's all. Yeah, shit. You can go Jay Z over the freaking uh, pump it up beat. I mean, that was a fire verse. <laughs> like you washed up like Harold Miner, uh, like you Sean Bradley. Like he was. He destroyed Joe Button on the Joe Button beat, by the way. Um, yeah, he did. I like how Joe played with it during his battle, bro. Yeah, and then Joe came back on that shit and <laughs> and, and got right back on him. So, uh, I don't know when we gonna do. So I already, I reached out to uh, Ground Life three one three. He's a, a, a big okay, shout out. Uh, he's a, a big historian. You know what I'm saying? So he know I I definitely gotta get him in on there i already know what i think is biggie's best verse ever um i already know what that is to me but we're gonna put our verses so if everybody get like 10 verses right everybody we invite bring 10 verses from big and then we put them on the table and everybody who got the same verse those will make it and then we can debate the other ones that's a good way to do it i'm with it Cause like if we are if, if one of these verses are already on everybody's list and then we can like whittle it down um or whatever. Now me personally, I think Biggie best rapping period is on uh Long Kiss Goodnight. Um I see the verse two I think it's verse two and um yeah, I think that's him best his 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 best rhyming period. Um, and okay. the, and the joint where I drop unexpectedly like bird shit, you cursed it but rehearsed it like that verse 
that's top three, if not two. Okay. But that's just my opinion. Okay, we can debate this one out. Um, we can debate this one out. I think this would be good. I think those would be good podcasts. Whenever, whenever this Corona shit is over, because I want to, I want to be having people in the studio with that one, and um, I want to be able to. I I want people to know where that verse start and stops at, so we can just listen to the verse. You know what I'm saying? And actually, fair enough. And have a debate on those and shit a real debate and we can edit everything down. It may be, this may be a YouTube only, you know what I'm saying? Or I don't know, we probably dropped the audio, but like, uh, I think that's going to be, I think that will be a good pod. The Jay-Z one and the, and the, and the B.I.G. We got to find some ladies that know lyrics just besides Cheyenne. I got one. I know somebody who, who, uh, you know, Crystal, she, she a hip hop head for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I respect yeah. her. I, I respect her opinion mo- more than most dudes. So, well, most people in general. So, uh, we'll bring her in. We'll bring her in the fold. Okay. Um, also, man, there was a, a a segment I wanted to do today. Um, it's a reoccurring segment. It's called "Shit I Was Right About." <laughs> Is this part of the pamphlet or the anthology? Uh, it's Encyclopedia, uh, Book Two, uh, Volume Seven. Fucking uh, Encyclopedia! Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. The Jasonopedia. So remember last week I started off with all that conspiracy shit, talking about Doctor Fauci and and money here and made this virus and blah blah blah. And I like Dougie. That's just I'm just a nigga on the internet spreading rumors and shit. Well, spreading lies. Sp- well. Turns out I was right. And Newsweek released the article um, and pretty much said everything I said verbatim. Uh, and it's pretty fucking scary when that type of shit happened. Um, besides um, that, they did say specifically um, that U.S. intelligence, after originally asserting that the coronavirus had occurred naturally, conceded last month that the pandemic may have originated in a leak from a Wuhan lab. And also in this article, they said that Dr. Fauci sent 7.8, um, $7.4 million to a Wuhan lab for Corona research that ended in October of 2019. The next month, Man, the next month, we have coronavirus. And the research he was doing was taking a coronavirus from a bat and seeing how you can mutate that. So let me get this straight. Oh, that part works. So, that part works. So the, <laughs> the person that we listening to for assistance with the coronavirus might have actually created it, paid for it to be created, and put that shit out there for us. Oh, that—that's how that works. I wish I was making it up, but I wasn't. That sounds real fishy when you say it like that, Jay. But I mean, it's the truth, though. The timeline matches up. It may—is that why he's an expert? Is I'm, that why Doctor Frosty is the expert? I'm saying. 
Because this is my child. <laughs> I made the shit. Why not? Who knows my baby mess? Who knows my baby better than me? Yeah. Who? I mean, literally. Damn. Uh, so when you I'm, sent me that when you sent me that article, man, I felt you know because I kind of been touting Doctor Fauci. I thought he was a, I thought he was a pretty sharp dude, and that's why because he does know because I made it. Man, always doubt the official it. story. <laughs> always doubt the official story. I'm gonna drop the link into in the bio of this pod so y'all can read what I'm talking about. So, um. So listen, man, around this time of year, every year, um, there's one little topic that comes up on the socials every fucking year. We've talked about it before, but we're going to talk about it again because that's what we doing. All right. Now, uh, Mother's Day is coming up next Sunday. <laughs> what you ha ha about? Mother's Day canceled. Y'all getting what fathers, y'all get what we get for Father's Day. Barbecue in the car. Why? Why? Why you? Why don't you want mothers to be celebrated? I do want mothers. I'm just. I'm a little salty. Why? But, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm a little salty. <laughs> I feel like I feel like dads will get. Oh, that's gonna be the shit. Cause everything gonna be closed to Mother's Day, and everything gonna be open by Father's Day. Damn man, who hurt you, dog? What happened, dog? <laughs> who, who, who hurt you, dog? <laughs> you, you, you took you this. Know, <laughs> you was really angry. You were really angry. I don't get it. What happened, dog? You know, I'm a huge proponent of Father's Day. Number one, because I'm a father. Look, I don't, I don't be needing. You know, Mother's Day come around every year. Is diamonds, jewelry, buy this for mom. Father's Day, niggas fucking tools and grills. And fucking ties. I don't want ties for Father's Day. I want somebody to take me out for dinner. I don't want to have to barbecue my own fucking meal. Celebrate me too. Well, this I, shit hard, my nigga. This I guess you hard. gotta, you gotta, like we always took care of my dad for Father's Day. That nigga had like snow blowers and lawnmowers and 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 like two, like it was like. Shit. I don't want tools. I don't want tools. Cause I you a nigga that don't. Watch. Cause you a nigga that don't do shit with his hands. My dad is the the opposite. We got the nigga what he wanted, dog. Like you know what I'm saying? Like buy you, buy what I want. Buy what I want. I guess you just gotta, you know, you know, treat the kids good. I don't know shit. <laughs> I gotta wait till these kids a little bit older. I only got one working, <laughs> but by, and he can't even work right now because we're fucking rotors. Or treat their mom good, because ultimately, um, I mean, when we got older, we put money in, but ultimately, the mom put in money for dad for Father's Day. So, you gotta be a good dad. Well, well, when you're in a situation when you're not with their mother, you can't always get what the fuck you want. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the lady. They they typically give me something small, so I mean I ain't gonna completely bark. But shit, now you get to feel my pain because Mother's Day is canceled this year. Why would Mother's Day be canceled? Because you can't go to eat. You can't take. You can't take mom nowhere. You can't take her nowhere. So so all you want is to go to dinner because fathers can go to that. I thought Mother's like you can still buy gifts, nigga. The gifts ain't gone. <laughs> like Mother's Day still works. I can't go to the mall. I can't go to the mall and buy her a gift. There's the internet. Who goes to the mall? I don't like shopping on. I don't like shopping on. The, I don't know. I don't have no excuse. I'm just rambling like a like an old crazy <laughs> nigga now. <laughs> so look, the 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 thing I was bringing up is I'm so flabbergasted around this time every year 
because the thing goes up and say, hey, if you're not with the mother of your child, if you got a girlfriend, is it wrong to buy the mother of your child a gift? And like every year this goes up and I, I, whatever reason, I see a lot of women advocating against women getting credit on Mother's Day, which is one of the most magnificent things you can do as a woman and i don't understand why this one thing i don't ever see women advocating against women it's always the opposite like so what about mother's day hey i got a hot take i got a hot take okay women don't like seeing nobody else but them happy that's why maybe women don't like seeing nobody else but them fucking happy if it ain't them being happy ain't nobody happy are women more insecure than men? Because I always hear men are insecure. But like, other than you being insecure that your man secretly wants the 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 the, the child's mother, like, what would possibly be the issue with them showing appreciation for the person who birthed the child that they have, and also is a good mother? Because you did something that made her happy. And it made her happier than you make me right this second. That's all it is, man. That's all the fuck it is. Women don't want to see you happy. Like it you really ain't never like <laughs> nigga, if you could be with a girl right now, just like and I'm taking this off of the Mother's Day shit. You can be out with a woman right now. Y'all laughing, joking, having a good time. Let your phone buzz, you look at it and you smile. She instantly gonna have an attitude. Why? Because you happy right now. She's not. <laughs> Don't matter what's in that phone. I could be sending you a fart joke, nigga. She's mad because you happy and she's not happy. It ain't got to be another woman, nigga. The new J's about to drop tomorrow and it's a screenshot for me and Muddy. And you smiling because you happy that the new 11's dropping. She's oh, you, you, you want to go? You, you want to go? You want to go talk to Damon Muddy? Huh? <laughs> yes, that's, she instantly gonna have an attitude. Y'all having an amazing evening. She gonna see you happy and instantly got an attitude. Cause women hate to see other people happier than them. I don't know, man. You making you making some points, man. I don't know if they're valid or not, but you hot, you are making some points. That is my hot thing. Women hate to see you happy. Why are you smiling without me? I'm your happiness. That's a woman. So uh, somebody on Twitter uh, was like, um, ain't no way buying a woman who gave your child life a a good-ass Mother's Day gift is being extra. Control your insecurities. And then one of our followers and supporters, one of our homies and good friends to the show, she came in and said, them kids better get a job and buy their mama a gift that is extra. See? <laughs> so listen, she gonna be so mad. <laughs> she don't want to see that other woman happy. So That's I, all it is, man. So I said, but if she goes above and beyond. On, is, this, is this follower and supporter a, a, a mother? Yes, which is baffling to oh, me. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so it says, but if she goes above and beyond for your child, What's the problem? Then I said, I've never seen this many women advocate against women receiving blah, blah, blah. So then she says, because she isn't his mother. That's not strange at all. This day is the honor, the woman who gave birth to you, 
not the one who you made a mother. Did you get what? that? Did, did you get that memo? <laughs> no. Look, man. Look, look. Put all y'all petty beef and bullshit and differences aside. She pushed my child out of her love hole. I don't care if we not together no more. We'll never be together. God damn, she gave me a baby. I'm gonna buy her, I'm gonna give her a fucking gift card to Sephora and call it a day. Well see God What is wrong with y'all? So I don't even look at it as just just because you made the simple act of pushing the baby out. Like anybody who I who the I did like that shit that shit is hard as fuck. It's I you know, I joke about but a retards lot of shit, do it. I mean but but I like, don't watch <laughs> I don't I don't watch most of my kids be born. That shit look like it fucking hurt. I didn't you know, I ain't necessarily had all the best relationships with them, but like I didn't you know, I didn't been there through the through most through the majority of them. You know you can and have a pregnancy good pregnancy is difficult. Huh? You know you can have a good relationship with them if you just choose to, by the way. Well, I I choose to have like I'm at the point in my life where I try and make a conscious effort to have a good relationship with the mothers of my children. Good. I good. want them happy. Good. I really want them happy because the happier they are, the easier my life is. See, the easier and better it is for my kids. See, that's the what I'm getting they to. Are, the better off my life is. See, that's what I'm getting to, right? So you just pushing out the baby, like physiologically, that can happen to anybody who I ain't pull out. So that's not the reason that you get that's the reason that you get a card just because you pushed them out. But like if you push them out, we're not together no more. We don't want each other. But you are an excellent mother who takes care of my pride and joy, which is my son or my daughter. And you being an excellent mom to my child allows me to be a like it helps the overall situation. Like you should I'm thankful for someone taking care of my child. You know what I mean? Like not just the basic give you roots, give you a roof over your head, or whatever. Like when you go on above and beyond, and you just like great. Like I don't mind providing. So I wouldn't mind providing something for you. That don't mean I want you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not giving you no negligee or no some shit like that. Some like some underwear or some shit no. like that. But like whatever the gift is, because you are providing a service to a person who's a part of me. Like I'm happy for that. Like you are helping develop a human being that we created together. I think that should be celebrated when you do that really, really good. Whether we together or not. Dog, dog, I'm batshit crazy. You understand? Like, even on my best day, I ain't always wrapped too tight. I can, the reason that my kids are good, productive people and are in the shape that they are in has nothing to do with me as a father. My kids are seeing some crazy, crazy shit just from dad because dad be living crazy nigga if it is not for their mothers they these kids would be fucked the fuck up i appreciate these ladies for putting up with me for dealing with my shit you know what i'm saying for dealing with my crazy ass because like look we might be in a good space now but like they didn't all had to kiss more of my ass than they probably wanted to at some point in time and like dog i can't do this shit without them if something were to happen to one of them not even wanting to be with them, I'd be fucking devastated. I can't raise these kids by myself. I need y'all. I need y'all. <laughs> and if me buying you a fucking gift make whatever woman I'm dealing with mad, fuck her. Because they, like, at the end of the day, 
the women I had children with, they family. And they always going to be family. It ain't 18 that we done. Like, nigga, my kids going to have grandkids. It's going to be their grandmother. We always going to be connected. Yeah. Full life. Graduations, full life. birthdays, weddings. Like, it's, it's, it's there. Till, till, till we die, we connected. Like it or not, we family till we die. And you know what? The uh, I may I may laugh and joke about them. I may talk bad talk bad to them sometimes. I mean I may I might have been bad for them. Just because we all couldn't make love connect, you know. I still appreciate every fucking thing that they do, and I'm you know I'm a celebrator. My mother is dead and gone. I wish I could do something for her, but like the women in my life that are mothers, especially the the women that I have children with. You know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna buy them something every year. As long as I'm able to, they gonna get they gonna get a little something from me just to just as a a, a show you. of my appreciation. You can make my life and a living. If the woman him. that I'm dealing with, if the woman that I'm dealing with don't like that, she can eat a whole dick and go to hell. Like I don't give a fuck. Like if you can't understand that, then like you really not the woman for me. Stop. Stop being like, just stop. Stop so let, being like that. So let me play a uh, white devil's advocate. Um, if you was in a relationship with a uh, with a woman and she went above and beyond, and she bought on, on Father's Day, she bought uh the her child's father um some brand new J's every Father's Day. Would you have an issue with that? Man, that's your fucking money. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck because I'm not getting. Like certain shit, I'm not getting involved with. Now I hope you bought two pair of J's because I want some too. No, nope, you didn't get I none. It's 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 Father's Day. I'm buying that man whatever the J's popping. I'm buying them because that's the father of my child, and I know he liked Jordans, and I appreciate him for for being a good dad. You'll be okay with that, All right? Then you better not be sucking his dick still. But see, but there I go. Whatever. See, that's that be the real problem. It be the insecurity <laughs> that you think that the person still want the other person. Like that's at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like that's what it is. Because if you one hundred percent knew, one hundred percent knew in your heart of hearts, male or female, that there was nothing going on and not one of them wanted the other, why would there ever be a problem with you showing respect and reverence to the person who had a child with you? Unless. There, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be. But, that, but I like, man, I'm a nigga at the end of the day. Like, why the fuck this nigga Jay's? You, you fucking them, ain't you? See, so that means women, y'all know what y'all would do if somebody gave y'all a gift. <laughs> we know what that means, <laughs> cause you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, you taking gifts, huh? I guess I know what that means. So, <laughs> you fucking. So y'all still fucking. Other than that, I don't. I have no idea why. Um, why it would be an issue? But every year that shit comes up. How did you use? How did you use me against me, Jason? <laughs> every year that shit comes up, man, and um, it's always a thing. So, hey, man, it is what. It I mean, is. they ain't getting they ain't getting new Louis Vuitton purses, but they gonna get something. Shit. Shout out to all the moms, though, man, because they probably got it bad doing this quarantine. Because all the kids probably not with dad; they probably with mom. Yeah, man, my kids be wearing me the fuck out home all day long. They be staying up till four o'clock in the morning, wake up at two in the afternoon, hungry as hostages. Mm. Middle of the fucking day. Want yeah, the, the full meal. Daddy still got to work for four more hours. Y'all figured, y'all heat up them taquitos and them pizza rolls and figure it out. Yeah, man. Um, 
All right, man. Uh, I think those are all the topics I got, man. Um, I do got a who mans is this this week though. Let's let's hear. Now, now this who's mans is this? It's not a bad one. Sometimes you gotta be like, though, who's mans is this? Cause uh, this one was pretty good. Uh, you familiar with Brandon Hunter? I am. Uh, well, he uh works for the Free Press now. Uh, good, a, a nice young brother. And he got an article that's that's catching f- fire right now, and um, it's about Governor Gretcher. Governor Gretcher Whitmer earns her buffs <laughs> and the respect <laughs> of Detroiters as Big Gretch. This is a legitimate article on the Free Press, and it's fucking excellent. And you know how to you know what the, you know what the beginning of this this article starts off with. To whom buffs are given, much is required. <laughs> like, no, this shit is so de- right. This is so Detroit. <laughs> but it ain't like it's not even like no ghetto article, no shit like that. Like, this is a, a well written article, man. He's a he's he's a good writer, man. And shout out to Brandon. Uh whose man is and this? He's a good, just an overall good person, dog. Yeah. Uh shout out to um let me make sure his Twitter name is right. Uh uh just call me B Hunt on Twitter, um, writer for the for the free press. Uh we gotta get him on the show actually. That's essentially that's essentially a Detroit Bible verse. Yes. Who <laughs> buffs are given much is <laughs> required. Yeah. Uh so shout out that's to him. Bo- that's in the book of Blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so shout out to him man. You got a music pick this week dog? Yeah man my music pick of the week is my nigga Mozzie. Beyond bulletproof. Not big Mozzie from Detroit, but Mozzie from uh from the Bay Area. I yeah, like the way yeah. that brother rap. Uh, send me that. Shout out to Big Mozzie and, and Shoebox Money from Detroit because y'all be wild, super wild. <laughs> y'all be wild. Uh, make sure you send me the link to that to this song or to that to the right, project I so it's, I can uh drop it. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a new project. It's already on Apple iTunes. I fuck with Mozzie, man. I like my rap about drugs shooting and like bitches and he check off all the boxes on my list uh i wasn't a giant fan and one day i was chilling in the barbershop you know music sound better in the barbershop and uh it was on i'm yeah. like who the fuck is this and it was my i'm like oh shit this shit kind of fire and then i started listening I'm like oh this nigga can really go so uh yeah he can yeah I, i'm uh i'm i'm uh check it out okay yeah, but that's my music pick of the week. Oh, uh, fuck it. We not no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. I was off. I was off on something else. Uh oh. Uh, no. Let me make sure we ain't got. I ain't missing none of my notes. Um. Oh. Uh. Final thing. So, um, I'm building another rifle because that's the type of shit I do, right? Uh, right. the FBI had me on an extended hold, man. They finally lifted my hold today, though, and I was able to pick up my stuff. I ordered it online last week. Had to ship to Cabela's. Went to go pick it up on Saturday, and it was like, yeah, the FBI said no. (laughs) 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 They was like, uh... You're a terrorist! You're a terrorist! (laughs) The niggas gave me a sheet and was like, uh, they'll call you. So I'm looking at the sheet. They was like, um, essentially, if they're busy, don't call us, we'll call you. (laughs) Especially, like, in this pandemic shit, like, they may got get back to it. so took them about a week but they said i can come get my shit and i got my shit i'm a builder out here okay where's the cabela's at chesterfield 
took me 33 minutes to get there last Saturday just to get okay. down there and, and not be able to get all my shit. Okay, because I'm thinking like I can't think of one that's close. Yeah, it's not close. It's you know, so I drew a well known fact. Uh, a little known fact about me is I like to go camping. That like is definitely that is definitely tent. a little known fact. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm talking outside in the tent, camping bag, you know, sleeping bag, that type of camping. We sleeping outside. I like that shit. I know oh. how to start a fire. <laughs> like, I like I like that type of off the grid shit. I'm into it. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> I, I I fuck with it. Be perfectly honest. I keep a I keep little a, known thing. I keep some fire starter equipment shit in my trunk just in case I'm ever stranded. And <laughs> I got some shit in the car. Okay. Just you know, <laughs> yeah, I like that slipping. type of shit. Um. All right, man. Uh, I think it's time for the benediction, man. All right, man, this damn going wild on IG. Uh, follow Shop Talk Pod on Twitter, shoptalkpodcast.com. Uh, man, I was on the internet, you know, just, you know how sometimes you just kind of get stuck in a rabbit hole. You, you know, I'll be looking at freestyle videos, then two hours later, I'm on, I'm on some rapper I ain't never heard of before. Yo, shout out to this nigga named Grown Jones. I heard one of the best bars I heard in a while. The nigga said, after I was 11, I turned thirteen. I never was twelve. <laughs> I didn't that's know all I got, man. I didn't know where that was going, but I fuck with it. <laughs> that's all I got. I've been listening to a lot of. I've been stuck in the house, man. First of all, I listen to a lot of rap music, just off GP. But like, nigga, I'm like a dope fiend when it comes to rap. Like, I listen to that. You send me the link for that shit. I'm a listen because I just like rap music and I like niggas that be talking crazy as fuck. And niggas from Buffalo. He rolled with the Grizel, the family, and that nigga just be spitting. He ain't got no song. He just be rapping. But I like that nigga. That's it. Dang gone wild. Tell your mama to ask me. That's what's up. Um, Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. Uh, follow the Shop Talk Pod on Twitter. Follow Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. You know, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Um, ShopTalkPod.com. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace.